Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back, folks. In this episode, we're talking about the benefits of practicing mindful eating. Yeah, if you've been listening to the podcast, you're aware that the monthly challenge for March is practicing mindful eating. Yes, and mindful eating is about creating a healthy relationship with food. In this episode, we'll be discussing the benefits of mindful eating and how it can positively impact your overall health. But first things first... The happy happy <laughs> All right. So some happy happenings. Uh, before we get into our main topic, we're just going to talk about, we're going to give everyone an update on the personal challenge that we decided to take on this month in regards to mindful eating theme. So both of us have decided to analyze each meal and what our body's reaction was to that meal. We're trying to listen to what our body craves and give it what it needs. And we are also keeping a journal of our experiences so that we can keep track of our body's communications. And what does your journal say about you? Well... I've really noticed three things. Now, I've been practicing mindful eating for a while now. This is actually a topic that I'm pretty obsessed with. I even wrote a book about it. And there is something going through this other concentrated experience because I don't practice it regularly. I wish I did. But I did notice through this experience this month is that I eat by the clock instead of honoring my body's hunger cues. So in the morning when I wake up, I eat. And I'm normally hungry in the morning, so that's pretty legit. But at noon, automatically, like noon or one o'clock, I want to eat lunch. Like, it's just an automatic. Yeah, you do say stuff like, it's it's lunchtime. Yeah, but I'm not yeah, hungry. Yeah, you're not hungry, but like, you I, eat because it's lunchtime. I know, and it's, it's <laughs> crazy. I eat because it's lunchtime. You know, that's the time that you're supposed to eat lunch. But I will say, more times than not, I don't really get hungry until probably two-ish, maybe two to three, I'll get hungry again. And then maybe I'll want to eat dinner, like... And again, same thing with dinner. I do that. I usually eat when I get off work at five o'clock. So, you know, and again, that's just, you know, I'm eating by the clock, some arbitrary time and not really listening to my body cues and when I'm hungry. So that I noticed a lot and something that I've been working on. Um, I also had wheat thins for a snack and my body really fought me on that. I got kind of sick from eating them. Like they did not digest well. I got a little bit of like acid reflux going on from them and my belly just did not feel good. So I know wheat thins aren't my friends, which wasn't a big surprise because Yeah, you knew that. I not wheat thins. Because it's been forever. I never Uh eat those. We just happen to have them for some reason. I don't know why. But I am sensitive to wheat so and wheat gluten. So I can't eat a whole lot of seitan. I limit it. I can eat a little bit and it doesn't really affect me. But if I have too much, too soon, too close to each other, it really just my system throws my system out of whack. 
So those are the three main things that I really noticed over the past two weeks that that has really affected my digestive system and just the things that I've noticed through this whole mindful eating process that we've been doing. What about you? Well, the first thing I learned, well, I didn't learn it. I already knew this, but by starting a journal, it's just very noticeable that my handwriting is atrocious. Yeah, it is. Like and you're just really, now noticing really, No, I mean, that. I knew that, but <laughs> man, is it really, really bad. It's bad. And I'm not I, really sure why. <laughs> I cannot even read it. How many times do I have to come to you and say, what is this? It say? is It is awful. <laughs> Um, but as far as the eating goes, one big thing I've noticed as I analyze what I eat as I eat and how it makes me feel is I'm usually very satisfied, probably not even halfway through my meal. Mm. But I I just keep eating. And usually I'm just eating so fast that I don't realize it until it's way too late. But as I've been just sitting there trying to slow down and analyze more, I've noticed that right around the halfway point of my portion i'm already satisfied and i really shouldn't be continuing to eat but you keep shoveling it in i keep eating yeah yeah i i do that as well uh not as much as i used to i used to have a big problem with that but i started eating off of like i eat off the smaller plates like the salad plates instead of like the big dinner plates because you know when you're mindlessly eating you're just shoving, like you said, you're just shoving the food in your mouth and you're just going to mindlessly just eat the entire plate without really thinking about your hunger cues. Are you full? Are you satisfied? Like, it's very important. That's a very important part of mindful eating is just recognizing those cues. And another thing I noticed is, you know, my days off, I get up later than you do. So you get up early and you eat your breakfast. Then I roll out of bed around 10 o'clock in the morning. And I'll eat a breakfast, and then because you eat according to the clock, you come down at like 11.30 or 12, and you make lunch. And then I eat lunch with you, even though I'm not hungry at all, because I... You do. It's literally like an hour later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you're like, you want lunch? I'm like, sure. If you're making it, I'm going to eat it. And I do that, even though I know I'm not hungry. Yeah, you absolutely do that. I'm usually eating breakfast by 7 a.m., and so by lunchtime... Around 12, like I automatically do around 12 or 1, I will make a lunch and you do. You always, you always eat with me. Even though just an hour before you ate your breakfast, even though yeah. it was at like 10, 30, 11. And I more often than not had too big of a breakfast portion and I'm eating again an hour later. Yeah. There's just some big ones. Yeah. Big observations. So, yeah, definitely um, anything else? Well, I think there's a lot more. I just can't read my handwriting. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I had some really deep thoughts. Uh, that, yeah, that, sure. That, that could have sure. changed, changed the world. <laughs> but we'll never know because nobody can understand my writing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, world. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> All right, so that is what we have right now. That That's what we have noticed. Um, we had some very significant uh, things that came to our attention that, that we realize now and that now that we're mindful of them, we can start to work on that. And again, that's creating a better relationship with food um, for us. So very impactful. 
Now, you ready to get into the main topic? I'm ready. All right. So let's talk about the benefits of mindful eating. So in the last episode, we talked about what mindful eating was. And now we're going to review all of the benefits, not all of the benefits, but some. we're going to highlight some of the benefits. And number one, Maddie Mo. It helps you and your body get in sync with each other. Yeah, big time. So understanding what your body needs and doesn't need is a huge benefit to mindful eating. We need to listen to our bodies because they are telling us everything we need to know about what they actually need and don't need. It can be as simple as identifying when we are full and need to stop, or it could go deeper, like identifying what causes you digestive issues. Like we kind of just gave examples of that from our own experience. Yeah. And one thing, again, that I noticed about my body is it tries to convince me I'm hungry, but I'm actually not. So with mindful eating, that gives you pause. Like you actually think about that. You think, am I hungry? Like you analyze your body situation and then you know. But right now we just kind of live in this automated, it's like you're on autopilot kind of mode and you don't really pay attention to these cues. Yeah, I think a lot of the times when I'm feeling hungry, I just think a few sips of water would do me just fine. Yeah, that's a very good point. Another benefit is it can prevent binge eating. Yes. How many times do you wander through the kitchen and grab a bag of chips and before you know it, you're halfway through the entire bag and you're not even full? Or worse, you were never hungry to begin with and now you've taken in hundreds of empty, nutritionally void calories. And then you get down on yourself for doing it. You beat yourself up and... That's one of the the things that we should point out about mindful eating is it is non-judgmental. And I don't know if we've, we maybe mentioned that in, in the last episode, but a big part of mindful eating is not judging yourself too harshly for what you're eating. There is no such thing as like a good food or a bad food. It's all about just being mindful of how your body feels and fueling, fueling your body with the nutrition it needs. And this is also why we don't ever bring bags of chips into the house because I We'll just eat them all in one sitting. Oh, yeah. We don't. We don't We don't have too many snacks in our house. I would eat them instead of a meal. If it was lunchtime, I would just eat a bag of chips. You would. You've done that. You know what you do? You're spicy. You're hot peanuts. Oh, well, well those <laughs> that are an exception to the rule. <laughs> they, they are always so good. Spicy peanuts. Yeah. So we eat snacks like... Popcorn where you actually have to make it like we pop it on the stove. Nothing like we do have snacks in the house, but we don't have anything that is really super easy, like a bag of potato chips that you can just chow down on because I do have a weakness for potato chips. So we try not to keep it in the house too often, but I don't avoid eating them like i i like chips with my sandwich. So whenever I have a sandwich or I get a sub from local sub shop. I always get chips with it. I enjoy chips. I just don't need them in the house because they're too tempting. (laughs) No doubt. So, yeah. So, binge eating. Back to binge eating. Binge eating is a pattern of disordered eating, which consists of episodes of uncontrollable eating. So, binge eating disorder is a common eating disorder. And... During such binges, a person will rapidly consume an excessive quantity of food. And mindful eating can help you identify triggers resulting in binge eating episodes. And once these triggers are identified, it could help you to kick that habit. Yeah, and you definitely have to reteach yourself, or at least I do, because I eat so fast 
And even though I'm keeping my journal and I'm I'm trying to be mindful of my eating, I mean, there were a couple of times in the past couple of weeks where before I knew it, I was halfway through my meal and I had to tell myself to slow down and analyze. And I just got the food and went to town like I always have. Mm-hmm. And at some point I realize it and then I, I have to slow my roll a little bit. Yep. So it's just all about being aware. And then another benefit is overall better digestion. Mindful eating can be a benefit to your digestion. When you take your time and eat slowly, it allows your body time to properly digest your food. So you should constantly take at least 20 minutes per meal to eat your food. I don't come anywhere near that. No. In my my daily routine. Neither do I. No, I, I don't either. So that's definitely something that I can do better with. So certain ways that you can positively impact your digestion is, like we just said, one of them is not overeating. So again, paying attention to the cues and how your body feels after eating a certain food. Eating the nutrition that our body is craving. So cravings are very telling and you really want to pay attention to them. Your body could be telling you that you're lacking a certain nutrient or vitamin. So I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I had a salad, which I never eat salads in the winter. That is so outside <laughs> what I what my body craves normally. And that tells me that somewhere, I don't know the exact nutrient, but I am lacking something. So I listened to my body giving me those signals and I ate a salad and I think I had a couple days of where I ate salad for dinner. And then it just disappeared. And I was back to my soups and pastas and all the good food. But you that's just a, a prime example of how your body could be sending you a message. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. And then staying away from foods that our body has told us are disruptive to our digestion process. And some some key Identifiers would be if you're experiencing indigestion, so you have an upset belly, or even acid reflux is a big one. So those are just some examples of signals that your body uh, could be rejecting a certain food. You should probably slow your roll with that food. And a big one is not eating out of boredom because that's going to lead to mindless overeating like we've talked about and it can definitely irritate your digestive system. And I'm definitely guilty of that one too. I do a lot of boredom eating. Mindful eating can help you regulate your body's weight to your desired specifications because you will only be providing yourself with the nutrients your body is telling you it needs. Yes, and this helps prevent overeating. We eat for so many reasons, and oftentimes they have nothing to do with hunger. I would say probably most of the time, right? So for instance, we may eat when we are bored, stressed, or sad, And we can even be subconsciously triggered to eat by the smell of delicious food around us. Or when we go to the movie theater and buy popcorn just because it's tradition. That's what you do when you go to the movies. You may not be hungry, but you eat all or most of the bag anyway. So be mindful of eating based on obligation rather than hunger. I know I personally... I'm an emotional eater. So if I'm stressed, I will eat. If I'm sad, I want comfort food. (laughs) Like, So I have to be conscious of that. Yeah, and let's face it, this past year has been 
an emotional roller coaster for so yes. many people. Um, so I'm sure a lot of listeners can have identify had some, with that. Yeah, have Absolutely. Some emotional eating for sure. Yeah. Just like you and I. I think it's technically just like you and me. Okay. <laughs> In that particular scenario. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up. Another benefit would be enjoying your food more. Yeah, this is one I've definitely seen in my couple weeks of doing this because I'm not just shoving it down my throat. I'm actually taking time to enjoy. Yeah, you will definitely enjoy your meals more if you're mindfully eating. So taking the time to enjoy each bite. Also giving your body what it wants will help you feel better. And who doesn't enjoy that? So you can experience... Less stress, being non-judgmental of your food choices, actually experiencing your food, the taste, the texture, the smell, allowing yourself to savor every bite. And when all of our attention is focused on sensations of eating, flavors become much more dynamic and vibrant. Many people are even astonished at the difference in flavor they experience the first time that they give mindful eating a try. The reason for this is that when our awareness is fragmented between our other senses of sight, touch, smell, and sound, we are distracted from our sense of taste and cannot experience it fully. So these examples of distraction, watching TV while you're eating, looking at your phone while you're eating, you could be doing both of them at the same time. Driving. Driving. (laughs) Driving. You know how people are driving and eating? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that does happen. Yeah. Fast food. I see it all the time on on the interstate. Well, even that, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. but seriously, you're not tasting your food when you're doing that. You're so distracted by everything around you, especially if you're in a car. My God. But yeah. Yeah, I see people doing crazy things on my morning commute. But it's amazing. How vibrant, more vibrant your the taste of your food is when that is where your focus is. Yeah, one thing I started doing is I actually look and see what's in my food and I try to taste it. So like if I see, oh, there's a green pepper in that bite, I really try to taste it and identify it. Whereas before, I just shoved the whole fork full in my mouth, and I can't really decipher different flavors. Yeah, you'd probably be like, "Oh, that tastes good," yeah. and that's a, that's the extent of yeah, your I whole. Yeah, didn't know what actually tastes good. <laughs> But like, uh, for example, like arugula is a really good example of that. Like, it's just not just another green that you're shoving in your mouth. It has a distinct taste. It has a peppery taste to it. And it's it's fantastic. But just imagine if you're, you, you notice that anyway, because that's, you know, very distinct. However, imagine like chewing down on some arugula when that's what you're thinking of. You're giving it your full attention. And you know I love my arugula. I know you do. That's why I'm using that example. <laughs> and back to the, the whole driving and eating. Remember yeah. Dennis Reynolds would eat cereal on the way to work. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect example. Oh, my gosh. To all our Sunny fans, yes. you know what's up. <laughs> oh. That's a perfect example. (laughs) I love it. Um, All right. We have one more benefit that we're going to highlight. Maddie Mo, what is it? It's a big one. Being more aware can lead to positive changes in other areas of your life. Absolutely. 
Mindful eating practices can make you mindful in other areas of your life. That awareness can help you make healthier, positive choices. So paying attention to how you feel in any given circumstance, not just when you're eating, it can produce major aha moments. So more often than not, we go through the motions of our daily routine without ever making an effort to see outside the scope of the task at hand. We really do go through life with blinders on. Um, So for example, if it is a great struggle to drag your butt to the yoga studio three times a week, you might want to explore why you are feeling that way. Now, yoga, while it's very popular... I'm terrible at it. ...may just not be your thing. You have zero flexibility. <laughs> you are horrible at it. It's like, it's a perfect thing. Yoga is not your thing, dude. <laughs> so what you would do is explore other possibilities for physical activity that may be more appealing to you. Like, you really enjoy running. Yes. Instead of going with the flow of the status quo... Like how I like that. Like yeah. that. Um, pay attention to what ignites your passion and build your daily routines around that. And for an example, in our lives, exercise is a big one where we notice this creeping out. We we did our mindful eating practices, and now we're practicing mindful mindfulness. It's impacting other areas of our life. And exercise is a big one. I, I just use it as an example, but we notice how we feel before, during, and after we exercise. After we exercise, it makes our bodies feel stronger and more energized. I know mine does. I'm assuming you're the same. No doubt. Right. <laughs> our mood is lifted and we are generally more happy and have a more positive mindset all around. So being mindful of this creates a desire to retain that feeling. Right? When we're on a consistent groove, when we're mindful about our physical activity, we we are happier people. Yeah, if you're feeling well cuz you're eating well and you're exercising, you're a happy individual. Damn straight. Damn straight. <laughs> so that's just one example of how You know, once you start being more mindful and you can start with mindful eating and then just apply that to other areas of your life and it can make such a great impact to your overall health. And who knows, your happiness just might be contagious. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) We just gave you some pretty amazing benefits of mindful eating. So hopefully you are hooked. We are definitely going to be exploring this more throughout the month. So... We hope that you really found this useful and that you're excited about it. Yeah. And keep in mind, we want to know what benefits you're noticing as you make an effort to improve your mindful eating. So slide into our DMs on Instagram or send us an email at hello at vegology.com and keep us updated on your progress. And we'd love to share some of the amazing things you're doing and highlight them on our wrap up episode at the end of the month. Yeah, and just remember, if you're a resident of the U.S., complete the March Challenge Worksheet and send it to us by the end of the month, and you will be entered into a prize drawing. We got a good one this month, so you don't want to miss this. Don't miss it. The link to the worksheet is in the show notes. And lastly, if you like this episode, please share it. And if you haven't already, give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. It helps us reach more people and that would be fantastic. It would. Okay, well, we hope you have a wonderful week and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace Peace and love. love.